Now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab, jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ podcast. See, I'm going to tell you why morally I can make this uh, this call. Right? That's what you do throughout your life. You have your own morals. You try to abide by some kind of moral code. And really, I'm morally okay with uh, watching all my Chicago sports teams on uh, bootleg websites as opposed to paying the league. Well, they suck. To watch them because (laughs) (laughs) it was disappointing me. Today, at least. Like, like, Like today, really. Uh, I'm I'm convinced that that's why you did so well in Michigan with Lions fans because you're both just always disappointed. Yeah, no, I mean that's the, I mean the line the fucking Lions are still winless. They lost again today. Jeez. They lost and 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 today was the game. Um, by the way, today's what today is Sunday the twenty twenty fourth twenty twenty fourth of October. Um, the Lions played. The L.A. Rams, which of course is, is the Matthew new, Stafford's. That's it's Stafford's that's new team, right? So, like you, you know, there's half you. It's like we want to beat the guy who left us. No, and no shit. They actually somewhat kind of looked like maybe they could pull it off, but yeah, they lost. Womp womp. So they're winless. But it see, was so I, funny. I went on Twitter this morning, and uh, everything under the trending category. Yeah. With sports, and I'm just sure like, Sunday I, morning. Yeah. I don't give a shit about sports, so I'm like, I, I have no home today. Well, I have nowhere not to go. only <laughs> that, but you got so you got the NFL cruising towards almost halfway in the NFL. The NHL has started, so yes. all hockey's back up. Um, and then you have postseason baseball. Now you have yeah. the World Series figured out, which is going to suck balls. By the way, <laughs> who wants to see a Houston? You have one team that are a bunch of fucking cheaters, yeah, and the other team. Um, have a shitty mascot and yeah. all their you know fans do do shitty things. Yeah. So you know, really, it's 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 like ugh, no one like maybe this is how everyone felt about the NBA finals. Probably remember? everyone yeah. besides Arizona and Wisconsin was pissed off about the NBA yeah, finals. Yeah, but I mean, at least for once, it was two underdogs. It wasn't two yeah. teams that always make it to the finals. Or, or was, I apologize, not Arizona. It was Milwaukee and who'd you guys beat in the finals? It was the Suns, the Phoenix Suns. No, you guys beat them. Oh no, you did beat the Suns. Yeah. that's right. Yeah, I, that I couldn't remember the, well, if yeah, that was the basketball just started up again. So it's hard to keep track of that. Yeah, that's but no. I can see right now if you're a non-sports person, I feel like right now you're probably it's it's just that magic time of the year that everyone. I mean, the NBA is playing again. So oh, like, I don't give a shit about any of it. That, well, that's the only one. All my friends in Chicago keep telling me that I need to to, to flip over to the Bulls because they're like, dude, that's who you want to watch right now because the Bears suck and uh, the Hawks aren't exactly burning things up, but it's kind of early. It's early, um, yeah. You give them a little bit of a pass. Yeah, there's a lot of games in hockey as opposed to football, right? It's like week by week and you know the you Black suck. The Blackhawks, and I can say this as a non-sports fan, and I'm not a Chicago native, but my mom's whole family is from a Chicago suburb. So, yeah. like, when we ha- would have holidays, um, it was all about the Bears, all about the Blackhawks, yeah. which was a weird for me because we lived in Wisconsin. They Cub fans probably, right? Uh, yes, yeah, Cubs fans. Sorry about that. Dirty Cubs fans. <laughs> Dirty Cubs fans. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Blackhawks, at least, you know, you don't know what to expect with them. Well, yeah, They're either and, and, really good or they're well, having a bad day. But, and I they mean, won. Listen, you win three championships yeah. within a period of six years, and you, you get a pass. You afford yourself leniency from your fan base yes. right now. Now, the Bears, as we all 
all know are are coming up on a uh, very very lengthy uh, run before we yeah. you know. They're like the lions. It's they're yeah. just people are just kind of like out of hope, but they're but still like, on the bandwagon. That's what I'm saying is I'd I'd almost rather be the lions because like you're hopeless, right? True. Like like there's no fucking there's hope. There's still a glimmer for Bears. Like fans. like Bears were always like, oh maybe we're like one part away. Oh we got a new quarterback. That's the missing part. Like we're always like in the fans' minds, we're like one part away from it working. Where the lions are just giving the fuck up. They're like we don't know. We just show up, dude. I don't know. We were watching uh the Netflix show about the Challenger explosion mm-hmm. which is incredible and you need to watch it yeah. i mean it's like you it's can like four parter right? yeah it's it's a you can totally do it in one day if you want it's amazing but um one of the uh one of the days that they canceled the launch of the challenger was the day that the bears won the super bowl that's right the greatest super bowl victory and in the history of the nfl you should have over the new england patriots <laughs> He was like six years old. But I, remember, still. I, I, I remember. No, you were like was, 10, weren't you? No, uh, you were I was born eight. in 78 and it happened in 86. So you were eight. Even though it's the 85 Bears, remember the Super Bowl happens yes, in the next year. So it's yeah. 86. So you, were, you were almost eight. Yeah. That's about old enough to remember. I remember I was still on the first floor of my elementary school. That's that's the way it worked. We had a kindergarten, first, second um, was on the first floor, and then the next floor was third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. So I remember I was still on the first floor, but I remember that week. Um, yeah, our son asked <laughs> Pat, he goes, where were you when the Challenger exploded? Yeah. And he said, well, we watched it on TV in school, but we were still all too excited about, about the, the Bears, Bears winning. Yeah, that's, that's all we cared <laughs> oh about. Like God. I just remember as kids, we were more jazzed because they allowed us to wear... Uh, bears clothes instead to, of your uniforms. Yeah, the Catholic school. That's a big deal. That's what we were all like jazzed about. But you know, no, I'll t- I'll tell you. Uh, you know, I was, I was just uh, uh, texting. You're with- in great company here, though, in Arizona. <laughs> I mean, I was at uh, Fuck, the Cardinals are on fire this I, season. I man. ran errands today. I went. Um, I got my hair done. I got my car washed, and then I went to Home Depot, Safeway, and mm. the pet store. And at each place yeah. either in the store or in the parking lot somebody was wearing a chicago bears oh, tons shirt. of bears fans out here and i like yeah, the pipeline is yeah. real yeah i just i didn't and usually i say go bears but today i'm like I don't, no, it's yeah. okay that's what like yesterday i think because you know i've already given up on the season so like literally yesterday we were driving <laughs> somewhere like kind of just yeah. started which is hilarious and like i told aj yesterday i said well what time is my game on tomorrow and she goes hold on let me check out uh it's gonna be at this time and i go who are we playing she goes a bucks i'm like oh motherfucker you know like that's all so so inadvertently Tampa Bay man uh, inadvertently uh I'm angry at AJ too because she works for a Tampa Bay uh publication I so do. fuck your uh, little adopted town over the there. the guide to greater Tampa Bay <laughs> I I am very proud of Champ- I my yeah. my first article for that job was about Tampa Bay and how great all the teams are I didn't I don't think the fucking call team today on the game which was Tony Romo and someone else they didn't know what the fuck to talk about besides <laughs> Tom Brady because not only was the game just so lopsided but like Brady, you know, throws his six hundredth fucking ball uh, uh, touchdown, and like I just thought Romo was going to get down there and just start giving fucking Brady a reach around halfway through. They, they, reach around. they ran out of things to say, so they're just like blowing Brady. Like, oh my god, he's so great! He's always a goat. I tell you, they start. That's how boring the game got. I shit you not. They actually zeroed in. On and and this is funny because when this poor son of a bitch hears the play by play, he's gonna punch everyone in his vicinity. <laughs> but so Tom Brady today threw his six hundredth uh, Super Bowl touchdown uh, pass or, or, or uh, a touchdown pass regular season, yeah. right? Not counting Super Bowls or postseason. This is regular season. It's never been done before, right? So he hits six hundred, which I think he ended the, the day with like six hundred and three. But so he throws it, 
in it's in all intents and purposes, it's a historic ball now. Yeah. Right? Sure. It's kind of like you hear about those baseballs, yes. you know? So he throws it, boom, touchdown. Whoever the receiver is tosses it up in the crowd to a guy. <gasps> and again, because the game is so fucking boring, because the Bucks are just beating the Bears <laughs> up and down. They're looking for any kind of excitement. They come back from commercial. and it's Zero t- in on that it's, guy. It's Tony Romo and the other guy giving a play-by-play of the Buccaneers executives negotiating with the guy. To get the ball back. To get the ball back. And eventually, oh. and eventually the guy gives the ball up and, and you see him like shake hands. I hope they cut him a check. No, no, he got fucked. And like even, even Tony Romo and, and the other dude, I'm sorry, other dude, um, were talking about that because they said, well, apparently now the deal, like, again, this is how boring the game is. They're talking about this while the game is They're talking about a fan, a fan with a who football. caught a ball. They go, they go, okay, so here's what we've learned, that, that this guy gave up the, the ball. Uh, for another, uh, you know, game ball, all right, and a autographed jersey uh, from the team. And literally, Tony Romo's like, well, that's a million-dollar mistake. Yeah. Right like, you could have held out. You could have made a lot. There is some. Listen, there I'm- is an asshole, like, Tom yeah. Brady fan who has a lot of fucking money. He's like a, he's like a fucking investment and banker. he's going to buy that ball. He would have bought that ball for a million bucks. And this yeah. guy traded it for a regular game ball and a and an autographed jersey. He and it was, really should have kept it. And I'm sure... They I, probably... They pro- honest to God, they probably... I wouldn't say threatened him, but made him sound like you can't keep it. I don't know, Which, but hell yes, you can, man. It was, it the was, NFL, <laughs> nobody in the NFL is eating top ramen. Okay, no. everybody there is making good money. You, he should have absolutely kept it yeah. and sold it on eBay and made a bajillion dollars. I support, I support that kind of capitalism. So I don't know if that guy, um, if he was getting texts from his friends, but literally, poor guy, they were making fun of him in the broadcast booth of how Aww. bad he just got fucked. They're like, this guy just fucked up. Well, think about it. He's like being put on the spot. You are right like you're there. on the spot. Like like there's executives. And not only are you on the spot, the cameras are on the you. The cameras are on you because the game is so boring that everybody is focused on you right now. Like make a decision. It's and like that episode of The Office with Dwight. One yeah. two three one, go. One two three go. One two three go. One two three go. Like literally, there's people like taking pictures, like uh, Instagramming it because like that's the ball. That's like this yeah. big fucking ball now. And it was just it was so funny. Oh my! That's God. how boring the game was. But I, I will tell you what. In the middle of all that, I'm texting with my buddy Coop, um, who lives out uh, in Baltimore, and we're both out-of-market fans, right? So um, I happened to slip to him because he said, hey, you know, go go Wings, you know, Blackhawks suck. And I'm like, oh, yeah, go Hawks, Red Wings suck. And I forgot that game was on. I said, I'm going to switch over oh, that. Oh, the Hawks are playing the Red Wings? Yeah. Today? Okay. And, and, and so, and remember, they only play once a fucking yeah. year now because they're in different conferences. So uh, he goes, yeah, I wish I could watch it, but, you know, it's not on ESPN Plus or, or whatever oh, I get. Oh, is that who you texted? Yeah. The, the- and so I'm texting with Cooper. I'm like, dude, I, I fucking bootleg all these games now. And I sent him the website that I watch him on. He's like, oh, thank you so much. It I'm was like, like yeah. I heard him texting. He was doing voice to text. He goes, dude. Check out, and this isn't the site, but it was something absurd. Blah, like, blah, blah, blah. It was like NH. Blah, 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 blah. That's it, all you got to say. No, that's what I I'm don't saying. even, no, because you'll inadvertently get close to it. Just blah, blah, it blah, was, blah. It was absurd, and I'm like, that is quite the bootleg site, you guys. <laughs> and it works every week. And I said, you know, I said, morally, ethically, uh, I feel as though I've pumped my money into these organizations. Yeah, I've bought in tickets. I've even, for, for certain years, when perhaps money was a little bit more flush, I had a, a purchase like the actual.
actual season passes and the streaming and all that shit. But after a while, man, I got to get some return on that. Yeah, all right? so ROI, man. So I have no problem just watching on my laptop and I go outside. It's nice in Arizona and I just pull it up in the backyard and I watch my game. And oh, you poor thing. when it sucks, I go bootleg another game. Wow, wow. And then when the Hawks start losing to the Wings 3-1, to I go, fuck it, let's go record our podcast. And that's where we find ourselves now. And that's where we Hi, are. Hi, everyone. Episode 81. That's where we are. Hola. Que pasa, wey? Want to be on the podcast, kitty? Oh, it's a cat. Horsey's in here. He's always, when he hears us start recording, he's, he's in, in here like in a split second. He's the pod cat. That's what I call yeah. him. <laughs> no, you call him Destructo Cat. He is Destructo Cat. We have lots of names for him. Up. Oh, big yawns. I know. It's such a tough life. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's everyone doing? AJ, how are you? You okay. good? You all right? Yeah, and migraine today, but that's okay. Yeah, so, well, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Don't be. I, you know, I haven't figured out what triggers him yet. Um, it is almost that time of the month for me, so okay. that could be. You part said of that, it. that that yeah, that's kind of a trigger. It does right? seem to be closer to the end of the month, but right now it's weird because, like, I have allergies, so sometimes that triggers it. But I also realize maybe it's, is it because it's fall here? I it mean, it could be. I mean, it could be. I had migraines when we first moved here, though, because yeah. of the elevation change. So I I don't know. I have yet to figure out what triggers these, but I also realize I didn't do myself any favors. By um, the only things I've ingested today were an iced coffee and an entire can of Pringles. Yeah, that'll so do. So that's Maybe probably not helping very much. But now I have a migraine and I'm sick to my stomach, Say, so I, I don't want to eat anything. I love uh, seeing her sit here. By the way, it's uh, you know we just said fall in Arizona, and she's like fanning herself. It's with hot this. as shit outside. <laughs> it's, it it is. It was very weird. I went to the pet store today. And I gave my phone number for my pal's rewards or whatever. And first time ever that the cashier said, where in Milwaukee are you from? Faux one faux. Usually everybody says, oh, where's 414? And I'm like, wow, you must be from the area. She's from Franklin. And we, of course, started talking. She's been here, I think she said 18 years and hold on did she then say so how'd you like your first arizona summer she did not that's what they all say to us they're like boy to get hot enough for you i'm like you know that we know this before we move here yeah like like i was aware that it was going to be 110 it's pretty fucking well documented that it's a desert here i think the only thing that surprised me about the summer here is that it's like 100 degrees at like 7 a.m like you really there's no reprieve you got to get up before the sun comes up to walk your dog but yeah she's been here 18 years and we both agreed the only things that are are weird and it's still weird for her is the changing of the season. She's like, there's no trees that change around here. You know, if you want to see trees changing, you can drive an hour into the mountains and you go Flagstaff or something. No, not Flagstaff, Mount Lemon. Well, I know, but if you go way up, north, oh yeah, you see, like I mean, it's but like, I mean, as far as like a day trip, you can go to Mount Lemon and see the 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 trees change. But I told her, I'm like, yeah, we went to the Marana pumpkin patch yesterday and it was like 85 degrees and it was just really strange. It was interesting because AJ flat out said, she goes, I know in the Midwest, like it's, you know, it's more of a fashion show Absolutely. for, for the moms, right? Yeah. Like you wear your big Ugg boots yeah, and your dad, flannel. Dad doesn't give a shit what he looks like no. at all times. Kids don't care what moms the and girls, then, the, the, the moms are the yeah. influencers. Apparently they are. And when, when we were going to the pumpkin patch yesterday, you were like, well, I'm like genuinely curious as what to what it's wear. like. You're like, because I know that's kind of this like little fashion thing. I mean, I didn't really give a shit. I was wearing like, um, and it was, trust me, it was 85 yesterday, but it was... No, it's it's not 85 in the Midwest with humidity. Yeah, like, it, it was, was cooler when the when I mean it was a little cloudy and it actually got kind of cool. 
But um, yeah, I was wearing like like a like yoga pants and you know a, a workout top because I really really didn't care. But I noticed I'm like okay, so there's a mix here between like summer dresses, which you couldn't pay me to wear a dress to a pumpkin patch. I can't think of anything more awkward than that. Yeah, but you didn't even go to the pumpkin patch part, right? Like like yeah, I but mean, still, I mean, it's a it's a farm, you know, like yeah. you're sitting on like hay bales and shit. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, there was a mix of dresses um of course there was flannel but a lot of flannel with shorts um yes chicks wear boots you know the big the cute ankle boots with their shorts and then there was i mean there was also a lot of who gives a shit like that's where i was at yesterday i'm like i don't care so (laughs) it's you know who cares at all i'm coming and we didn't even come back with a pumpkin we didn't We, we didn't i've heard that pumpkins keeping pumpkins out here can attract wildlife to your front yard yeah i would think so because everything's looking for a meal right yeah so so like i i've seen it on the next door app i mean people don't put real pumpkins out in front of their house because you'll get a javelina family (laughs) like sweet dinner and and then you know and i've also seen that your dog goes out and they kill your dog yeah i've also seen that these javelinas like once they find out where there's food they come back and if you keep feeding them, obviously they'll keep coming back. Yeah. But like, we just I'm like, yeah, it's okay. We don't need. Let's not chance it this year. You yeah. know, I'm good. There've been some coyotes near here, so let's keep everything away. <laughs> we did see some just the other just shit. We see seen quite a few yeah. around our. I mean, really close to our house. Taking so. my kid to school the other day, coyote just sitting out there on the side of the it road. Was funny. Pat goes, we saw a yote. And man, he was, he was fed well. I'm like, yeah, he probably ate somebody's dog. Well, like that's the thing is I remember growing up, you would get very rare. You would get a few sightings of a coyote Coyote, that would wander into the city limits of Chicago because we were surrounded by Cook County. Um, And I remember we as humans, you know, we uh, probably were were used to our animals and our dogs and, and how they look. And people would always note when they see coyotes or whatever oh look how skinny and scrawny they are and uh-huh. i'm like yeah because they're not getting fed like four times a day by someone giving them a scoop no. like they literally have to go out and hunt and, and eat they so have to find food they gotta find food they, they may don't not have to look very far here i'll and tell like, you that what happens if they exert energy trying to get the food and the food gets away yeah so you know yeah they'd be scrawny and so you can kind of tell who's who but no oh, this, no here they are um mm. they're fed if it's not they're not eating somebody's dog there's something in the desert they God, found. i remember there were uh reports got that one there were coyotes for a while wasn't it during the pandemic they were um, yeah they were coming into chicago fucking people up yeah <laughs> because no one was out of their house everyone no. was staying home so all the coyotes were like we're gonna come and eat the rats because you know chicago's world well, that famous happened for in rats. michigan too they said uh the coyotes yeah. were coming from up north because nobody was going up north the there was food? there was no trash for them to sift through nothing so they're like hey see hungry. humans we finally have a purpose on this earth <laughs> <laughs> to leave shit behind for animals for to animals. eat, right? You know, it's funny talking about animals. And um, boy, I, I I read this and it immediately uh, sparked. And I'll see if it sparks the same memory in in AJ uh, that it did for me. So uh, all I have to do is preface it with Florida, right? Ah. Florida, <laughs> yeah. And then what's the word that always comes after Florida? A, Flor- a Florida man. Florida man. Florida man shoots anyone, 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 neighbor, oh God. anyone, anyone, anyone over, come on, has to be over something, over, an over, animal. over, what kind of an animal? A cat. That's right. Oh, over a cat. So what happened? Florida man is accused of killing his neighbor after the neighbor's cat wandered onto his property. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. You know, not every situation requires a gun, guys. You can have your guns, but not every situation really needs them. Clifton Anthony Bliss Jr., 58 years old, was arrested and charged with second-degree homicide. Apparently, he was upset over his neighbor's cat that had wandered into his yard. So he went to retrieve his rifle. He left his home. Oh, God. Followed the cat across the street to the victim's home before opening up on the victim. What an asshole. You're an asshole. By the way, the man apparently was screaming, please don't kill my cat. <laughs> and so he Take said, okay. me, not the cat. And like the fucking guy shot him. What a jerk. Neighbors, by the way, alleged this man is a troublemaker, a hothead. Someone. Oh, yeah, somebody who shouldn't own a gun. <laughs> someone who they say, armed with a weapon before, had threatened people over their pets in the past. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? Good. He's off the street now. He is, he's, he's out of civilization. Good. Get out of here. We this, don't need um, people like you. This uh, sparked a memory in my mind. Did it spark a memory in your mind Not at really. All? I remember, um, and and this is someone that uh, that we as a couple, as a family, are no longer associated with. It was someone who was very close to our family, um, was there for the birth of our son, was stood up in our wedding, but we unfortunately um, really kind of lost her to some extreme political views. And uh, before that, she she. <gasps> She, yep, yeah, okay, you, know. just, you just got it, yeah. She was a person who was very big into the uh, concealed carry. She yeah, was, she, like, she had she a was one of the first she, yeah. ones that, like, lined up in Wisconsin to get it and all she that got shit. Her, yeah, she got her license. She had it in her purse. Fine. Now, when she bought a home, one of the first things she brought up to AJ was, there's a cat that wanders in my yard. I think I'm going to get my gun and shoot this thing. <laughs> That's legitimately what she that said. That was her first. Her first reaction was. Her first was, solution was get the gun and shoot it. A cat walked into my yard. I'm going to shoot the cat. I mean, she's, listen, I'll love her till the day I die, but she's afraid of everything. She she's thinks the world. Everyone. She thinks the world she's is out to get her. Black people, of Muslims, of Mexicans, Mexicans, everybody. liberals. Liber- um, yeah, she's afraid of us. She's afraid of fucking everything. I, I love her to pieces, but yeah, she thinks that the the outside world is very scary. Even though she lives in a very nice suburb, in <laughs> didn't she grow up in a house with a elevator? Elevator, yeah. Like her house is a mansion with an elevator. I always love that. The people who are most afraid have really never experienced any reason to right? be afraid. But anyways, <laughs> I was like, so what? So there's a cat walking through your yard. Like who cares? And that's when she said, "Well, I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna shoot it." She's like, "This is my property. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this cat's gonna do to my child." Exactly. I'm like, nothing. The cat's gonna run away. But you know, whatever. She, like she really acted like it was a wild cat. Like it, here in Arizona, that's a distinct possibility that an animal wandering outside say, could attack like, your child. Like a bobcat. Yeah. But not like not this in is Wisconsin. A- like a domestic cat. So she texts us this. This was like a group text. Yeah. All of us, all of us jumped on her and said, you're going to what? And we're like, you know that that's probably, likely, somebody's cat. Probably your neighbor's cat who walks around outside and then comes in at night. You had to explain to her the concept. Of an outdoor cat. Of an outdoor cat. Yeah, she because she, she had a dog. Never had had a cat. Yeah. And Which, I mean, there there are no, I mean, sure, there's outside dogs that, you know, like yeah. my, my dad had a farm. The dog lived in the fucking barn. Yeah. But there's not, in the sense of in a city or a more populated area, 
there's nothing known as an outdoor dog, right? Outdoor yeah. cats, we let out. Maybe they roam around. They come back. You don't hear of anyone letting their, like, you know, uh, uh, golden doodle out the front door. Yeah, I didn't he let wanders my, around yeah. for 12 hours and comes back. I didn't let my schnauzer out yeah. to take herself for a walk. They're you know? just, they're different kind of animals. But she just could not grasp. She's like, what do you mean that there's outdoor cats? Yeah. And I was like, and she only, she knew that we let our cats outdoors, but we were different. We had an invisible fence and the cats never left the yard. Yes. Because we wouldn't let, I'm like, I don't feel safe letting them do that. But I said, you know, a guy I dated in high school, I that was the first time I learned about outdoor cats because they had a cat named Socks and they would let him out and he'd come back at the end of the night, yeah. usually with some sort of disgusting gift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he brought us a present. Um, but yeah, I, I was like, yeah, that's pretty common, especially like in the suburbs. Yeah. I'm like, that's likely your neighbor's cat. And I don't think you'd be getting off on the right foot with your neighbors if you shoot their cat. I said, the cat... It's not going to do anything. So, it may shit in your yard. It's not going to attack your kid. What I'm saying is, the way this story plays out... It could have been my friend, yeah. Where your friend easily... Because, again, she... She tur- carries, yeah. She turned into Miss Conceal and carry as soon as she was legally allowed and to. And, again, right? that's fine. But she yeah. is a little bit hot-headed, and I've always she's, been worried about... She's mentally unstable. I've been worried about her grabbing that gun out of her purse <laughs> for, oh, I don't know, no reason. As someone who's known her for, for a long time and is professionally trained, I can tell you mentally unstable um that that could have easily been her she in that story. easily could have walked like followed the cat next door someone could have came out no don't shoot my cat don't shoot my and cat then instead she shoots them and then she you know hold on you're threatening me i can't I, is that I, fucking crazy like and, and i've not like i he read shot, it he shot the owner the man owner, like he I, shot, did he kill him yeah he's dead Jesus! he's fucking dead like 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 what people. A jerk. Good. I hope he's in prison forever because yeah. we don't need people like that in our neighborhoods. Like I no. mean, you know, someone walked up to the guy who was like, "Are you okay?" Like, no, I'm dying. I was, I was just fucking double tapped by like, a by a twenty two in the stomach. Even if on the rare chance that that cat like attacked his kid, yeah. which I swear to God, I've never seen really a cat attack a per like a stranger like outside. Cats are skittish as hell, man. They run from people. That's what they do. They don't want to be around you, especially if they're outside. They think you're trying to bring them inside. But then you call animal control, and then animal control comes, and then they they come and get the cat. They find out who the cat belongs to. But that's not the world that, like, this guy lives in. No, this guy lives in, you know, stand your ground, I'm going to shoot. Or, or like, your friend who now is like, these people are like, no, I don't need the police. I just take care of things on my own. There was one time, I remember she called me. I don't, I think we were all, this was a long time ago, but it was right after she got her her concealed carry license. (laughs) She had the gun in her purse. Always. And she called us after we had gone, all gone to a bar in downtown Milwaukee. Do you remember that? Which, by the way, when you're using alcohol, you're not supposed to conceal. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But anyway, she had the gun in her purse um, after we'd all been drinking. And they were driving downtown and she called me and said, oh my God, I heard gunshots. And I said, well, then keep driving. Like, wherever you are, get the hell out of there. And she's like, I'm going to get my gun. And I said, no, no, no. I'm like, do you know where the gunshots are coming from? I'm like, is somebody shooting at you? Don't grab your gun. Go. Get the hell out of there. And like, but she was ready to go in her purse and just, I mean, just just start blasting. Like, like, (laughs) Like, into the air. I don't think she knew who was shooting or who they were shooting at, but she was ready to start blasting. (laughs) It's it's like the uh, Joe Pesci uh, scene in Goodfellas after they rip off the uh, yes. semi just shooting off yes. into the air bang, that's bang, what 
I was, I was picturing her and her fiance <laughs> getting out of the car and just shooting rounds into the air for no reason. I'm like, that's going to get you into trouble. So but don't I mean, do that. I mean, again, I don't care what you do with your life. Listen, my father has fucking guns in every corner of his house. Pat used to have a gun. He had yeah. a gun when we first got together. We lived in a questionable neighborhood. But I mean, you know, it's all about you got to just take stock of yourself of, uh, you know, when, where, why and how and. You know, the um, the concealed carry classes, by the way, are now, they're pretty much on the same scam level as, like, medical marijuana doctors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where, like, it's all wa- about money. Yeah, it's like not you, about the actual. Yeah, like, you walk into a, a medical marijuana doctor, and you're like, oh, my, my knee hurts. And they're like, that's fucking beautiful. Here Look, you go. Here you go. And I feel like all these people had to complete a training for this concealed carry, and all of a sudden, you saw these, like, little pop-up shops. Yeah. And I learned that, like, people were paying. It's basically, you're just paying. So, you have yeah. to pay and this guy has a certain degree or whatever the fuck it is certificate where he can sign off then which says you know what you're doing but i'm like do you really know because i feel like she that night being out drinking and driving with a gun probably not a good thing no maybe if you know this guy down in florida obviously a different deal probably not concealed carry but like shouldn't there be some kind of class like hey if if, here's the appropriate time to shoot a gun at a person here's the inappropriate time like like here's your like when your neighbor's cat comes onto your lawn i feel like yeah no i feel like that needs to be a lesson because i don't think people understand when it's appropriate listen i don't want it to be i don't want you to think that i'm one of those people that thinks we all fucking need you know like to be told black and white abc one two three but, but apparently this guy i mean this guy i don't think passed first grade geez. he obviously needs to be told and that's i don't what think I'm he saying. was like like we are learning once again why we need to be so elementary with people listen i'm <laughs> the world's biggest animal lover okay i seriously am but it would have been better for him yeah. if he would have shot the cat oh, fuck yeah jesus he shot the guy and killed him yeah yeah trust me oh man. my god we'll send you to jail i mean i don't know you might catch a uh, some kind of a felony uh, animal cruelty well yeah charge, you know, but... he would have caught some sort of charge as he should you don't shoot yeah. animals Probably just for deal, shits and you know, giggles deal your way down but once you shoot a person that's why they that's have all... hunting licenses and you know hunting right. seasons i just i can't and he's in florida you can like hunt anything there you can hunt fucking alligators <laughs> boas i mean right? it's florida iguanas out of the tree right if he wants to shoot animals in Florida. There's probably one, that, you know, Dude. an alligator roaming down the street that just ate a child. Get pissed off at some of those. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Behold. Lo, lo and behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And they were afraid. Have faith, brothers and sisters. I would not make you see what you have seen. I would not ask you to choose what you may choose without first showing you God's Messenger. And remember, brothers and sisters, have faith that in the Bible, every time they mention an angel, when an angel appears to we humans, we are afraid. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zachariah saw him, he was terrified and overcome with fear. So I haven't been on uh, Facebook because I value society. Um, what are you complaining about? And what did someone bitch about uh, with the Netflix uh, short series Midnight Mass? This is, I think, the first time I've ever used this word in this kind of sentence. So give me a pass. All right, I'll give you a pass one time. I read the most millennial 
bullshit review of Midnight Mass, and it infuriated me. And that's one. That's someone from who technically is a millennial. Technically, technically. I mean, I'm a, technically I'm a zennial. You fall in zennials, but technically, if you want to get rid of the micro generation, yeah. you are. I'm, I'm I'm literally at the very beginning of millennials. You are but a millennial. I'm, but we've said that you've said that before. Yes. Even you have like old school balance. I'm old school. Yeah. yeah, my sister is like a millennial. Yeah, but no, your was, sister's hardcore. Yeah. Um, but man, was I pissed off? Like. I value opinions. You don't have to like the same thing I do. I I watched a horror movie last night that had every potential to be terrible, and I liked it. I read a lot of shitty reviews, but I still liked it. That's fine. We don't have to like it together, but this was a terrible review. Now, hold on. Is this a review, or is this a picking a part of the premise, right? Because there's one thing to have a review, right? You can review something like Dune is out right now. Everyone's talking about Dune. Everybody loves Dune, yeah. So maybe you have a review of Dune. You say, here's what I liked. Here's what I didn't like. I didn't like uh, this character's performance, and I uh, didn't like that this uh, plot line was left uh, empty. Um, Was that the kind of like review we were looking at, like a Roger Ebert? style like the good the bad the ugly um that's what i was looking for and instead this person just bitched about how it affected them personally oh well that's obviously why i read reviews tell me why this (laughs) why affected you you person now hold on midnight mass so you know is a netflix special it's about seven episodes it's um, written by Mike Flanagan, who is under contract with Netflix now. He I was going to say he's cranking out Netflix he films, did right? Haunting of Hill House yeah. and Haunting of Bly Manor, and this year was Midnight Mass. So it's a um, series that, not to ruin too much for you, but but kind of plays around with uh, Catholic dogma and vampires and maybe even end of worldish type stuff. Yeah. Some people said it gave them Jonestown vibes. Abs- yeah, no, I absolutely got and no spoilers, but yeah, yeah no tor- spoilers, in the right? last episode, yes, I got those vibes. Um, so you know, you're thinking, all right, we're gonna have probably some heavy-handed reviews uh, if you're a Catholic, sure. right? Because it yeah. does kind of mess with your your theology. It does. What I liked about it though is it did very much like point out what's wrong. With Catholicism, but also, right. yeah. but but what's right yeah. with it? So I, mean, I like, like anything, that. Right? No, it yeah. was a very balanced approach. So maybe that's what you were. You were like, okay, I watched this entire thing, and here's A to Z, and now I'd love to see what someone else thinks about it. And yeah. instead, the review you read uh, focus on um, themselves. That's all it was. It was about well, so this this person. I don't even know like what quote unquote gender they are, but they announce I didn't look at their name. Yeah. But they announced themselves as gender queer, gender fluid, like okay. three different things. So right. I'm like, all right, so okay. Um first of all they, So not cisgender. No. Yeah. Okay. It was gender queer, gender fluid, and then there was another one. I'm gotcha. like, okay, I get it. Okay. Um but it was first of all, I hate it when reviewers, and maybe this is just because I write so much now for a living I hate it when what anybody really uses big words multiple times because I feel like they're very much trying to prove that they're smarter than the reader. Well, and I... But which I know yeah. some people like. They, they they read these things because they're like, oh, maybe somebody yeah. smarter than me can explain That's it. That's like some people read The New Yorker because you just want to say, I read The New Yorker. Yeah, totally. So I get it. But like this person used the words trope and allegory I think three times each. And I was like, wow, that's a bit much. Three like, times? Three times each. Each. Trope and allegory, you can use those like once in a review, but three times each. And basically... Um, I think they were just more 
pissed off that there was any religion in the story at all. Which I'm but like, that's like the basis well, of it. The t- I'm that's like, the story. The title is Midnight Mass, yeah. and the picture is a priest. It's kind of like we went to <laughs> we went to your uh, we went to your best friend's wedding yes. about ten years ago, and I remember one of our, our friends was there who was not religious. She's very atheist. Yeah, very atheist. Like like like, like not just like non-religious, but like angry at angry, religion. Yeah. So, yeah. but and this this was in a, a Lutheran church. And what yeah. did she say when she, she left said, the ceremony? When we got done, yeah, she goes, "Well, I wasn't expecting so much uh, like Jesus stuff." And I'm like, "It's a Lutheran it's church, a fucking church." <laughs> like, what did you expect? Thank you. That's why. So I read this review. Yeah. I'm like, "You didn't." It's I like don't going get... to a Mormon wedding. You're like, "What's up with this fucking Joseph Smith right? guy?" They talked all about it's a Mormon him the whole wedding. way through. The show's called Midnight Mass. That's a Catholic thing. That's a literal. I was about to That's, say that yeah. is our thing. The Midnight Mass. Yeah. So I don't know. I just got really mad reading it. Because Were they watching it just to get pissed off? Because I've done probably, that before. I I've, think so. I've like watched things that I know are going to piss me off just to piss me off. Yeah. So I can bitch about it. I mean, it. I don't. I don't think this per and and. They started the article, like a lot of people do, saying, I was brought up religious, I'm okay. not religious anymore. So they have a beef about so it. So they have a beef. And Which I understand. Look, yeah. look, we talked about that in a few podcasts ago where I said the, the first couple episodes of the show were kind of tough on me because, you know, I did grow up in a very Catholic world and I did experience some, some not so pleasant things in that community. And you saw that kind of... You yes, know, you saw the ugly side. Yeah, of within yeah, within the first couple episodes, they set there's up literally a that character, hierarchy of the community. Yeah, there's a character in the show who embodies that one religious person. We all know. Yeah. We all know somebody like Bev Keen. Oh, we do. And we hate them because they think they're better than everybody yeah. and they re- they live by the book, but they really don't. And like they volunteer the most at church and yeah. they help out the, the They know who's there and... every Sunday. They know who's not there. Uh, like just, so, she's, yeah, she's no, terrible. So, so I felt some of like, some of my Catholic shit was, was, was a little triggered. So I understand that. But I also was like, I know this is not a documentary on Catholicism. Catholicism no. I know this is some kind of it's a spook. fiction. Yeah. There's a spooky story going on because they set up the fact that there's something spooky going on in right episode away one. right away like right yeah. off they're like all right something's weird and you're waiting for that turn but so this is someone who is just pissed off at religion and decided yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna watch midnight mass and, and be then pissed off about it. about it yeah and it just really irritated me because again i i absolutely i don't care if you don't like it like that's fine i liked it you didn't cool yeah. that's the way the world works but like find a legitimate reason not to like it like and spoiler alert if yeah. you're gonna watch it and you haven't spoiler Alert! Alert! A lot of people didn't like the vampire angle. I loved it. I which I did too, but that's fine. I get it because that can be a huge put. Like that's not what they introduced it as. I was gonna say if you signed up for like maybe something spooky or ghosts, and then yeah, there's vampires. You yeah. are jumping into another realm. I so get that. and it's interesting too. They never say the word vampire in never the entire series. You deduce on yourself. You deduce, and like I had to read. I'm like, please tell me I was right. That was a vampire. Like they never said it, but yeah. that was clearly a vampire. But yeah, I'm just like don't bitch about it because it's religious like i as somebody who was brought up religious i still consider myself catholic even though i'm not practicing but i thought like the ending was such a beautiful example of what catholicism should be and bev keen is what it shouldn't be that character and i loved that just juxtaposition right at the end Mm -hmm. there's a point again spoiler alert where the, the priest this chick literally tells a guy i don't see you at church every sunday so we're not gonna save you and the priest opens the doors of the church and says, all are welcome because that's what we're supposed to do. And I love that. I'm like, that's what it's supposed to be about. But this person who wrote this review 
was just so pissed off about it and used so many big words because I know you're smarter than the rest of us. Fine, good for you. It was that's just like um, it was just bullshit. I hated it. That's like I remember back in the day. I used to have a, uh, used to have a buddy called uh, GOP Dave, and uh, and 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 by the way, true to form, GOP Dave, who was so GOP, he was GOP Dave, is now an independent because of Donald <laughs> Trump. You know, <laughs> just, you push another guy out of your party who showed pictures of him and fucking Dick Cheney remember at his wedding. That at his wedding. Jesus Christ! His that's name was impressive. GOP Dave. That's impressive. But that's like that. That that would have been like GOP Dave. I, I remember way back in the day when Fahrenheit uh, 9/11 came out, and I said, "Hey, are are you gonna see Fahrenheit 9/11?" And he was just like, "No, why would I?" And like for me, I'm like, "Oh, don't you want to be challenged with views yeah. and and everything no. else?" And he's like, "No, what? I'm gonna watch it and just get pissed off." So yeah. like, why bother? And I'm like, "Oh, smart move." So this person don't, don't watch it. Yeah, don't get pissed off. They clearly watched it again. I'm not gonna say she he. I don't know. They say they're gender fluid. It, I, yeah. We'll just say they. But they're even. But 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 hold on. That community, the LGBTQ plus community, is even represented in the show. In the show, which is amazing. And like that's one of the things that. Sadly, we said this is not very true to life, but the show is about an island that has like 130 residents on it. It's an old fishing you it's supposed know, to be community. like off the coast of Washington State. Yeah, or it's like near Vancouver or something like that. But it, literally, I think it's a population 127. Yeah. And in the show, <laughs> say it, just say it. it's a very diverse like, community. This is the most diverse population of 130 people. I mean, we're talking fucking, hold on. We got the sheriff who is sheriff Muslim. Who's a Muslim. Uh, we have one. There's lesbian. a mixed, there's a mixed race couple. With there's a mixed, a mixed kid. couple. Look, there's a black woman. There, there was uh, an Asian couple. And Jeez. listen, just in a, Detroit isn't that fucking That's diverse. That's what I said. I'm like, right. come on, like an island of 127 <laughs> people. I'm like, I know, I know you have good intentions, but we this is it. not how it would be. We get it. You need to add the representation, but I mean, but it is funny then to see someone attack it for. Well, rah, 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 rah. yeah, I'm like everybody's represented in Shut that up. show. It's about I, vampires. I thought, <laughs> what you talking about vampires? I mean, I thought it. I also, I loved. And I'm totally biased because I love the actor who plays him, Raul Coley. He was in both The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor. But I love so that's like like uh, what's his name's guy? Like who's the writer? You said Flanagan, Mike Flanagan. Well, there's so, so there's a lot of people uh, like like bleed over character, not characters, but like the same actors are in each one. I wonder if that's not a deal now. With I Net- think it like, is. Like I feel like Netflix is doing what uh, they used to do back in the old Hollywood days, where you signed like these ten. Yeah picture deals yeah. and you had to do 10 pictures right because he's done one of these every year since 2018 this is the third one so if they signed him up there's probably actors who were then signed up okay we're gonna pay you you're we're, yeah. we're buying five movies of performance from you and you owe us five movies well, in the netflix and even world. with the sheriff you know his name is uh sheriff hassan i yeah. feel like that character was written for that actor yeah. because i don't but the the whole you know, it explores like a, a Muslim father whose whose child wants to go to a, a Catholic church now, and it was so fascinating. But again, I was like, I just don't feel like that kind of diversity would exist Look at on this an fucking island. Rainbow push <laughs> coalition on this uh, little uh, you know uninhabited island. I mean, I want people. to live on that island. I'm like, everybody's it so does. awesome. It is. I mean, it's like fucking Sesame Street, man. The only thing they were missing was like some people with like intellectual disabilities. Yeah, because they had physical disabilities. They did have physical. All disabilities. they needed was like one person on the spectrum You're right, or something. They didn't have any intellectual That's disabilities. it. I'm pissed off now. That's it. That's it. Damn you know it. what? You know what? Midnight mask. Kiss my ass. No. 
That's, I mean, come on, man. No, it was. my fucking vampire. Again, we're talking about vampires. I know. It was, listen, I go into this stuff with low expectations because sometimes they are disappointed. Midnight Mass, my sister hated it. She got an episode and a half in and quit. I loved it. Oh, see, your sister is another one who's so anti-religion that I feel like, you know, she's like where she's not just. Well, that's what turned her off about it. Yeah, where she's not like just an atheist. Like there's people who just have no faith. They have no faith, right? Because people who technically have no faith don't give a shit. No. But then there are people that I say are like your sister. Religion, and they yeah. have this fucking beef with it. Where and I like, understand. Rrr. And especially, again, we grew up in a very conservative Christian household. So that's, that's probably why. There's a lot of was, pushback on our part. She was forced into one direction. Yes. But it was funny then. She goes, well, I'm not going to finish it. So tell me what happened. Yeah. And I'm should, like. Should have held out. Should have made her watch a whole I'm thing. I'm like, it's so good. And then I told her what happened. And as it came out of my mouth, yeah. it sounded so stupid. You're never going to believe it. I'm like, you have to watch it. Trust me. That's it's right. not this dumb. It's, it's a great show. But I mean, once again, hold on. You are technically talking about one group of people that worship a zombie. All right. True the one story. group people love the guy that died and came back so if you start introducing vampires yeah and then someone goes okay hold on <laughs> vampires whoa, whoa now that's a bridge too far folks all right i'm not crossing I'm that done. one all right well make your own opinion i loved it i thought it was great see it through and i mean that see it through midnight mass netflix the pat and aj podcast network is available on all your favorite audio platforms Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.